You are listening to Imagine Air Theater. These are stories of the world as it might have been, the world as it could be, sometimes inspiring tales, sometimes cautionary tales. I'm your host, Terry Phillips. What determines our quality of life? How long we live? How well? From time immemorial, we have all pondered such weighty questions. For one Mr. Alan Woodrow Stewart, known to his friends as Woody, the answers may be simpler than he thinks. Our story is called, I'm Not Dead Yet. What the hell is that? Sounds like an alarm clock. Oh, please, I just want to sleep a little longer. Now what? Is somebody humming? Maybe I'm dreaming. I can't move or see anything or feel anything. Hey there. How are you this morning? Big day today. Big day? What big day? Some visitors are coming. What visit? Who is that talking? For that matter, who am I? And where am I? Hey, whoever you are, I can't open my eyes. Soon as I finish your sponge bath, Woody, we'll get you into some nice clean PJs. It's one of my many glamorous jobs as your nurse. (laughs) My nurse? I have a nurse? And did she just call me Woody? Hey, I know that sound. A motorized bed. And that constant beeping. Am I in a hospital? I wish you could hear me, my dear. I I do hear you. Can't, Can't you hear me? Hello? Of course you can't hear me. I'm not making any sound. Boy, is my mouth dry. What's a guy need to do to get a drink around here? Uh-oh, I guess they're a little early. Now, Woody, don't you go anywhere. <laughs> Where's he gonna go? Uh... Where are you going? Don't, don't leave. Now, hold on. A doorbell and a barking dog? This is no hospital. Right this way, Dr. Rose. Thanks, Charlene. You know, my sister's name is Charlene, and I call her Charlie. Mind if I call you Charlie? Well, let's see. You're Dr. Daniel Rose. Mind if I call you Danny? What? No, I'd prefer Dr. Rose. I'd prefer Nurse Strong. Oh, of course. I understand. Charlene is fine, too. Okay, Nurse Charlene Strong. How's our patient? Here's his chart. And as you can see, the customized multi-parameter monitor has both electronic and paper readouts. There's an external storage system here and a wireless backup in the basement. Pretty fancy schmancy stuff for home health care. Who is this schmuck? Good morning, Alan. I'm Dr. Rose. I'm a neurologist. Your primary care physician asked me to check on you. How are we feeling today? We? Well, you, I'm not so sure about. Me? I can't talk, or move, or open my eyes. Can you talk, Alan? Or move? 
or open your eyes. I told you I can't. Oh, did you say Alan? I thought she called me Woody. Do you think he can hear us, Doctor? Probably not. Huh, like you know, Mr. Hoity-toity neurologist. We always encourage talking to comatose patients, you know, just in case. There are different expert opinions, but who knows? He's been unresponsive for six weeks. Yes, I can see that in his chart. Six weeks is a long time to be in a coma. What was that? Probably the limit of recovery without permanent brain damage. I didn't understand. What? His family should be coming to visit him soon. Wait, what about my family? Alan Woodrow Stu... This is Woody Stewart, the CEO of Stewart International Technologies. Yes, that's correct. Well, that explains the high-tech medical equipment and this mansion and how he can afford my house call. Now we're getting somewhere. I'm Woody Stewart. I'm stinking rich. And I'm in a coma for six weeks? Who the hell's running my business? I've been talking to him every day, but Mr. Stewart just doesn't seem to be here anymore. I'm here, I'm here. Can you tell me how I got like this? Uh -huh. Did I mention that his kids are coming for a visit today? Uh-huh. Oh, I have kids? I was just cleaning him up before you arrived. Uh-huh. You missed a spot. What? Oh, uh, thanks. I'll just double-check his vitals. Let's see. Temperature 92, pulse 48, BP 50 over... Good. Good. What do you mean, good, good? That doesn't sound very good. I'm still in the prime of life. Only 40, oh, 50. How old am I? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Wait a minute. That won't help. Mr. Stewart, do you think you can wake up today? I am awake, you quack. I just can't answer you. I'm, I, I'm moving my eyes. Look, 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 look at my eyelids. See, this is me trying to communicate with you. Uh, am I really moving my eyes? Can you feel this? I don't feel anything. Or this. But I can hear some... What is that? Tapping? No response. Charlene, you mentioned something about his family? Yes, he has a son and a daughter. That's right. I remember. Two cute little kids. Over the tree. His wife Louise passed away last year. It happened while she was traveling overseas. So tragic. Speak up, I didn't hear you. What was tragic? She was quite a famous nature photographer before the skydiving mishap. I'm sorry to hear that. Was she parachuting into some exotic location to take pictures? No, nothing like that. She did skydiving to relax. Jeez Louise, why did it have to be skydiving? I told her you could have gone fishing or bird watching, but did she listen to me? No, nobody listens to me. I'm only the head of a Fortune 500 company, or so I remember. Hello out there. I've been taking care of Mr. Stewart ever since the accident, not long after his wife passed. Oh, yes, I see that in the report too. A brand new Rolls. How fast was he going? You know, approximately. Approximately? Approximately zero miles an hour. What? 
The custom convertible hardtop fell on his head while he was lifting it. It was kind of a freak accident. <laughs> freak accident? Sounds pretty stupid to me. Oh, it could have happened to anybody. I'm the one who found him. The ambulance rushed Mr. Stewart to the hospital, but he never regained consciousness. They kept him there for a couple of weeks while we had this equipment installed in the house. You know his case quite well. Yes. I was a friend of the family for years before they hired me to care for him full-time. So, what's your prognosis, Doctor? Well, it would be unusual for him to have His kids should be prepared. Wait, prepared? Prepared for what? I understand. It's going to be hard. For all of us. It's just so sad. Why are you being so sad? Let them know he's I need to go now. Of course, you can reach me through my service if anything changes. And please have the family take care of my family. I didn't understand that. You'll get paid right away, Doctor. You'd be surprised what we get for a house call these days. I'm sure his estate can handle that. Handle what? I'll send my evaluation to his GP. Thanks. And please copy me on that, too. Of course. I'll show you out. Wait, come back! Oh, man. Am I dying or is this just a crazy nightmare? Come on, Stuart, wake up. Wake up, wake up! Wake up. Wake up, Pop. Wake up, Daddy. Wake up! That's it. Keep talking to him. It's me, Erica. I'm here, too. Uh, your son, Al Jr. These are my kids? Oh, well, now we're getting somewhere. You know, Erica, it would be nice if you and your brother visited more often. Well, I was here a few weeks ago. I was here last week. I have come over almost every month this I'm year. I'm the one who spends every Christmas here. And by the way, you I'm didn't even show up for his Bahamas, birthday, Al. Erica. Hey, would you two please stop arguing? Nobody cares who spent the most time with your father. Or who visited him on which holiday. The most important thing is that you are both here now. Yeah, I... I guess you're right. Sorry. All this bickering is going to upset him. What are you talking about, Charlene? Yeah, he's in a coma, you know. Comatose. You mean comatose. What? Not comatose. There's no T at the end? That's what I said. Oh my god. These are my kids? Just shoot me now. Of course, I don't mean that literally. Actually, some experts think it's possible. Oh, never mind. Now listen to me. The neurologist was just here, and we have some important matters to discuss. Finally. Maybe now I'll find out what the hell's happening. Come on, Charlene. Give it to me straight. <sighs> Your father's prognosis is not good. After all this time, and with his present condition... It's less and less likely that he'll come out of his coma. <gasps> oh my god. I had no idea. I'm so sorry I didn't spend more time with him when I had the chance. I don't understand. Are you saying there's no hope? You have to realize that with so little measurable brain activity, we might just be prolonging the inevitable. Well, I would like to know how much longer he has to live. Me too. Does anybody remember me, Mr. Comatose? I'm also dying to know. I, I mean, not dying to know. I'm, I'm, 
I'm living to know. It's impossible to say how alive he is. But even though your father might not hear us, we need to treat him with dignity and respect when deciding to, you know... Pull the plug. Hey. No, I was going to say when deciding to make end-of-life plans. Right. That's what I meant by... Pull the plug. No. Stop that. Your father could be gone soon, but he's still right in front of you, still breathing. And if I have anything to say about it, nobody's going to pull my plug. I'm Woody Stewart, damn it. I'm still your father, and I'm still here. But we have to think about the company's market value. Hey, I'm not dead yet. Maybe we don't have to sell the business. I might like to run it. Not while I'm still around, kiddo. If only I could make you hear me get your attention somehow. But how's that going to affect my allowance? I still have a lot of expenses, Erica. So do you. Well, first things first. We... We have to decide how much longer to... Keep him alive? Yeah. Yeah. Actually. 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 Actually what? Well, you two hadn't been around much since your mother passed. You only visit when you want something. And Woody, I I mean Mr. Stewart, that is, your father, changed his durable power of attorney document a few months ago. What are you talking about? He appointed someone else to make his end-of-life decisions. I did? Oh, that's right, I did. Without telling us? Who? Me. (gasps) Impossible. Yes, I'm a genius. What are you talking about? You? Why not? Who knows him better? I, I don't understand. You've only been working here a year. Right. I've been living in this house for almost a whole year. While you two have been gallivanting, living the good life. But you're just a... I'm what? Just a friend? Just a nurse? Sorry, that's not what I meant. Anyway, we might all be speaking prematurely. Look, his vitals are normalizing. What? Huh? I think he's coming out of it. Daddy? Pop! Woody, you're... (gasps) Alive. Yeah, wide awake. Oh, thank God. You're back with us. Sorry, kids. No funeral today. And by the way, I heard every word you guys said. I mean, almost every word. Really? Oh. That's... Wonderful. And based on what I've heard this morning, I'd be better off back in that coma. Oh, Woody, you don't mean that. I can't believe they care more about money than me. That's not true, Daddy. Maybe I should quit. Sell the business, give all the money to charity. Ah, that's crazy talk, Pop. You don't want to give away my, I mean, I mean, uh, our money. How did you two get to be so selfish? <clears throat> so greedy. <clears throat> so... Woody? What? Maybe they learned it from their role model. Who? Oh, right. But that's... That's no excuse. I mean, I I gave them everything. Yes, you did. Except what they needed most. Your time. Your attention. You were always gone a lot, Daddy. Kind of a workaholic. We all drifted apart. Especially after Mom died. Like father, like son. And daughter. 
Yeah, me too. You know, you two might have saved his life today just by being here. Of course, there's no guarantee that this will last. He might need you in his life as much as you need him. Maybe more. But we can change, Pop. Sure, we'll be a happy family again. Before we get all Hallmark movie here, you two might want to spend more time with your father. Get to know each other better. I guess... I guess we could visit more often. Actually, I was thinking that you might want to move in. I mean, there's lots of room in this house, isn't there? 15,000 square feet? Why not? You kids could cut back on your lavish lifestyle. I should probably get rid of some things, too. Starting with that damn Rolls Royce. Not the Rolls. I love that car. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what, whatever you say, Pop. <laughs> I will see. But first, your father needs to get some rest. Now go on. Get out of here, you two. You can come back later. Okay. Bye, Pop. I love you, Daddy. Me too, sweetie. Bye, kids. And thanks. Well, this has been quite a morning. (laughs) You're telling me. I got my life back. My kids back. And most of my memory, I think. (laughs) Let's find out. I'll run a few cognitive tests. Okay, shoot. What's your full name? Alan Woodrow Stewart. My middle name was originally Haywood, because when I was born, my father said, Hey, would you look at that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you got that right. Now, what's my name? Charlene Angelica Strong. But I call you Charlie. (laughs) Oh, no, you don't. (laughs) Third question. Who's the president? Well, that depends. How long was I in that coma? Because if it's the same guy, I'd rather not say... <laughs> That's okay, Woody. Thanks, Charlie. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> what determines our quality of life? Health? Wealth? Power? For Mr. Alan W. Stewart, it turned out to be as simple as the company of loved ones. And isn't that the best answer for us all? You've been listening to Imagine Air Theater. Today's episode, I'm Not Dead Yet, featured Michael Alimo as Woody, Stella Valente as Charlene, Paul Messenger as Dr. Rose, Chris Tilly as Al Jr., and Amy Helene Carlson as Erica. Casting by Stella Valente. Script consultant, Mark Boyce. Our music comes from Roman Senek, with harmonic stylings by Totsig Amanatyan. Additional audio from SoundSnap and Rack Rack Sound Effects. I'm Terry Phillips, inviting you to join us again for the next episode of Imagine Air Theater. If you like these programs and want to hear more, please subscribe, share, and support us. Go to our website, imagineairtheater.com. That's imagine-air-theater.com. It's all in your head.